Hey guys, welcome to the Ryan of the Super Strong Podcast, episode 92. This week, I'm coming to you guys again from Wichita, Kansas. Uh, I actually recorded this episode back in May when I went home to see my little sister graduate from high school. Um, I planned on doing several episodes back uh, that week when I was back. And um, I didn't end up getting hardly anything done. <laughs> just sat at home and drank beers with family and friends and uh, just hung out and celebrated my little sister pretty much. But I went out to a jam session hosted by this week's guest. Uh, this is an old friend of mine named Nathan Williams. He's an amazing trumpet player, handsome man who was a male model over in Warsaw, Poland for a long time. Uh, just all the kinds of cool stuff. He's got a great story. And yeah, I went to his house for a jam session um, and I was like, you know what? I gotta get this guy on. I gotta do it right now. <laughs> so, so I think you guys are gonna love this episode. I was so excited to share some of his music with you. He has an EP called The Cool that you can get on Bandcamp. Um, and so I would highly recommend going and getting it. Because I wanted to share all of it pretty much. Uh, so I did not do that because why would you buy it if I did that? <laughs> so, I, but I shared one tune in its entirety, and then I put on bits of three other tunes uh, throughout the record throughout the episode. So you know I think you'll really enjoy the vibe. Uh, the album is called The Cool, and it sounds what you know. It sounds cool. Uh, what else do you want me to say? You know, is that good enough, Nathan? <laughs> It's it's fucking cool, okay? Uh, yeah, you guys are going to love it. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's it. The, uh, the things that uh, Nathan didn't know when we recorded this are, that he, uh, are some gigs that he's doing this weekend, this coming weekend. Um, so I'm releasing this on Tuesday. Um, and if you want him uh, see him, if you want to see him play, and you live in Wichita, Kansas, or are visiting there, uh, he's playing uh, Friday, June twenty second at Juneteenth. An evening of blues and jazz uh, down at uh, the historic McAdams Park in Wichita. Uh, from 5 to 9 is that event. So check out uh, wichita.edu slash Juneteenth. That's J-U-N-E-T-E-E-N-T-H. Juneteenth. Um, that's a big party. It sounds like there's going to be food and vendors and music and all kinds of stuff. And Nathan is playing there with his quartet. And then he's playing on Saturday, June 23rd, that's this Saturday, at A-Squared, uh, an event called A-Squared at Rock Island Live in Wichita. So that's Saturday at 10 p.m. So go to that. I love Rock Island. It's a fun bar, uh, fun venue. Um, I've played there several times and always have a great time. So, uh, you know, go check Nathan out. If you hear this episode this week when it comes out and you want to support local Wichita artists, which you should... Then go check him out. Yeah, two opportunities to go check him out. Um, if you are in California and want to check me out, I'm uh, basically I'm I, I'm doing a couple public shows this week because uh, I'm teaching at Silver Lake Conservatory all the next couple weeks um, and band camps for the high school I work at, but. I'm playing on Saturday with Zach Churchill, who I've long talked about and still haven't had on the show, but that's for several reasons. We'll get to those uh, soon when we get him on the show. But um, I'm playing with Zach on Saturday, June 23rd. We're playing at uh, the ranch in Laguna Beach again from 4 to 8, and then we'll be at the Oak in Laguna Beach from like 8.30 to 1.30, I believe. Um, So it'll be a long day. We're playing in Laguna Beach two gigs on Saturday. Um, Both are really fun. I, I always love playing. At Zach and I love playing at the ranch and I love playing at the Oak. The Oak has amazing. Both have great food and drinks and all this stuff. 
Um, so if you're into like an outdoor afternoon day drinking kind of vibe, come out to the ranch in Laguna Beach on Saturday, June 23rd uh, to see Zach and I play from 4 to 8. And if you're into more of like a cl- uh, kind of not a club, it's kind of a small cocktail bar with amazing food. Uh, they we're, We'll be there Saturday night if you want to kind of dress up and come out to something like that. Um, we're doing, you know, Zach is a, an amazing singer songwriter and a performer of all kinds of Americana music. So uh, we always have a great time playing together and those are two really fun venues so um, if you're in the mood to see me play and live in california or visiting here do that you know what i mean um i think that's it for now uh i'm very excited about this episode i think you guys are going to enjoy it and please check out nathan and please check out more wichita artists they are badass as you know uh if you're a listener to this podcast i've had several wichita artists on and their music and in general my friends are just really fucking good at music (laughs) which is represented many times throughout the history here on wrist so uh so yeah you know as i always say get comfortable get yourself a little beverage i hope you're near someone you love and not in horrible traffic um although if you are in traffic i hope this is making it a little more better okay (laughs) Um, anyway i'll let you go have a great day um and you know what just relax And enjoy the freaking show! Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am super strong. Today's strength level is blue steel now we'll get into why that is um the reason that is is because this week's special guest um spent some time male modeling and zoolander was a male model and he had a look called the blue steel and that's what i want to talk about (laughs) not the whole time but maybe for a fraction of the time (laughs) um blue steel was one of his strongest looks and zoolander was a very uh confident strong man as we all know um that being said i want to get to this guest I'm actually, if you're wondering what the sounds are behind us, we're in a neighborhood. We're outside. We're beneath a lovely tree. I have with me a special guest I've known for years and years. Uh, This is a very multi-talented instrumentalist, uh, trumpet player, former male model. Do you still do any male modeling? No, no, I retired. Is is it good to say male modeling every time I say it or just modeling? Uh, What is the proper terminology for male modeling i think male modeling is it okay sweet yeah, that's, that's definitely the thing. <laughs> okay so back to a trumpet player right. former male model <laughs> uh wonderful talent and uh, great songwriter great friend and person yeah wichita native um this is the wonderful nathan williams the introduction was dope <laughs> that was pretty dope was thanks, pretty awesome. man. Lie. thanks dude is that all improvised yeah wow <laughs> it's all the things i know about you all right it's pretty dope, pretty dope. <laughs> Good, man. i'm glad um yeah dude so we've been friends forever you know mm-hmm. we've known each other for a really long time you um you grew up here yeah and also well, basically you know th- what's cool about this is i'm from wichita and whenever i come to wichita i like to try to get wichita artists on if i can okay and i had a, a lot of plans to get people on this time but i was okay. here for my little sister's graduation and i just didn't do anything all <laughs> right <laughs> but I came over last night and hung out with you. Absolutely. And I was like, we need to do it. Let's get it done. Yeah. So I'm glad we're here. Um, but that 
uh, the important part, I think, is that we are outside. We're right. under your. We're at your house. Right. We're under this wonderful tree that you showed me last night that you liked. It's your reading tree. Right. Exactly. Spirit tree. Yeah. Whoa. Just, just reading tree. Just the reading tree. No spirit. No, I think there's a spirit in it, but I haven't really. You haven't found it. Connected yet. into yeah. Well, maybe today. Uh, maybe today. <laughs> yeah. Now Absolutely. that we're under its warmth. Um. Yeah, dude. So the you know this is my show. I do it every week with different artists. Everybody knows who I am that listens to this at this point. They okay. go, yeah, we get up. You're Ryan, you know. Okay. But they're going, who is Nathan Williams though? Damn. You know, yeah. who is that? And so my question to my first to my guest always is my first question is always, yeah, who are you? Wow, can I cuss? Yeah, of course. All yeah. right, all right, all yeah. right. So uh, <laughs> I'm motherfucking Nathan Williams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who am I? That's a great question. Uh, I'm a friend. Uh, I'm a son. I'm a brother. Um, I am a believer. I am. Uh, I am so many things. Actually, I wear so many titles. It's crazy. Uh-huh. I kind of have a hard time keeping track of them. Um, but I don't know. I'm a musician. Yeah. Definitely. That's something I definitely enjoy doing is playing music. Yeah. Yeah. And you're great. You're great at thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, we won't do compliments now. We'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you about that later, but we'll do more compliments later. But okay. Yeah, man. You're, you're, you're great. You, so you went from Wichita. You went to Friends University, right? Is that right. correct? Exactly. And then w- how long? So you can catch me up on like your timeline here. All right. Because you went, you, went, uh, you went to Friends University, graduated, and then right. you go straight to Warsaw? Uh, actually, that? let's start from the way beginning. Let's okay. go back. Let's go back, go back. Go back, back, back. Back, back, back. <laughs> to the beginning, back. Do it. All right. Uh, so I'm originally from Aurora, Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, moved to Wichita when I was about fourth grade, fifth grade. And that's when I started music. Um, so from elementary all the way to uh, high school, uh, Wichita Public Schools. And then I did go to Friends University. Yep. Uh, from Friends University, I, I left there and I moved to Poland. Mm-hmm. And I just found myself, like, I don't know, doing uh, odd music jobs because that's just what I wanted to do. I just wanted to play trumpet. So I found myself, like, in polka bands, wedding bands, disco polo bands, like right. every kind of music imaginable to pay the rent was... What was the motivation to go to Poland? Uh, because I was in Wichita. Because you were just like, I want to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And you had a connection or you did just go? No, I just had to I just had to leave actually. Yeah. Um, and it was to the point where I found myself in Wichita and being tired of Wichita. Yeah. And I, I know many people experience this being here. It's kind of like, oh, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to see. I'm doing the same thing every day. And so it's kind of like, let me do something different. Yeah, you just did something totally different. Yeah, absolutely different. Did, what did you, I mean, did you save up? Did you get, did you just go with a passport? What did you do? Uh, all right, so I had a passport, and but I didn't have the, the resources or the funds yeah. to be able to travel, especially across, I don't know, the, the, the map that is. So here it is that I, I threw myself um, kind of like a party, uh-huh. kind of like a benefit for myself. Like, hey, I want to leave town. Help me leave town. Yeah. And so people came. They paid for the trip for me. Nice. I found myself over there, and I didn't have like a visa or anything. I just basically had that American passport, yeah. which allowed me 90 days in the European Union. So being in Poland, which is the awesome thing about Poland, is it's so cro- close to the Ukrainian border. Yeah. And so basically, Ukraine not being in the European Union, I would just take a train, buy some cigarettes and some vodka, go back to Poland, and I'd have a new stamp on my passport. Every 90 days. Every 90 days. Whoa. Yeah. So that's kind of like my my hack. Yeah. Of just living there. Where were you living? Uh, in Warsaw. That, well, I mean, like, did you have like an apartment with guys, or like just, or just uh, in hostels and stuff? Or wow. All right. So when I first landed in Warsaw, I did not know anybody. So I found myself in a jazz club. Yeah. Off of the airplane, which yeah. was a pretty frightening experience. <laughs> uh, and then I met a, a guy from actually. That's a wonderful thing about Facebook because it just keeps you in touch with 
even people you don't even know, you can just hit them up randomly yeah. and be like, hey, I'm here. Can you help me? This is what I'm trying to do. So I met this guy on Facebook from um, Great Britain, and he's a jazz trumpet player as well. Yeah. And so he was like, come to this jazz club. And I met him there from this jazz club. He was like, okay, there's a couple of Zawalta. Uh, get yourself uh, a hostel, and it's down the street, and it's super cheap. So he, hook, he definitely hooked me up with, I don't know, a way of uh, surviving my first day in Poland. Yeah. Uh, so living in the hostel for about a weekend, found myself a girl, <laughs> and then I started living with her. Yeah. And then from that <laughs> whole situation, like I, as a jazz musician, would, yeah, right? I get it, man. You move, yeah, get it done. Got, got it. I had it done. I got it done. <laughs> and from there, I found myself an apartment because she spoke Polish. I didn't at the time, yeah. of course. So she just helped me find the different avenues to basically get my life together there. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Normally, I don't do so much backstory for people. Like, it's really just kind of a goofy show. Sure. But uh, like I said to you before we started, this is a kind of a cool opportunity for me to catch up right. with you, too. And, and I, I never really knew, like, the story there. I just knew that you went there. And then right. and then you, you're just doing the jazz stuff, all kinds of odds and ends. Absolutely. And then how did you find yourself in male modeling? You just were wow. found one day. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, well, it's weird. Actually, it was a weird dynamic that was happening in Poland at the time. Was I probably got there in the spring of 2010 and I found myself in Poland in about 2012 I think the year was mm -hmm. and that's when Eurocup came into Poland yeah and so there was a huge economic shift especially in terms of like live music and yeah. what people wanted to go out and do so here it is that there were three prominent jazz clubs in Warsaw at the time two of them ended up shutting down and one of them actually became like a strip club mm. and a jazz club yeah like to just make it ends meet financially <laughs> yeah, yeah and so it, i was no longer finding myself playing jazz music but more wedding music and more like music that i didn't want to play so i yeah. found myself playing music but not the music i wanted to do yeah and uh, at the time i found myself on a bus going to go see my girlfriend at like a burger king or something like this <laughs> yeah. and this russian lady stopped me and she's like hey i want to make a sculpture of your head and I was like, all right. And so <laughs> she makes this bust. And when she does this, she ends up selling it or something like this. And I get a call from this agency. Um, uh, probably about a couple of days after we finished this whole project together. And this phone call from this agency, they're basically like, hey, we got this show coming up uh, in three days. And it's from this this new designer. He's coming out with some stuff. He was originally like a hair, a hair, a hair guy, a hairstylist or something like this. Yeah. And but he wanted to start doing clothes, and so this is like a new awesome thing because he's quite famous. He's a famous hair designer, right? Hair designer of the celebrities, if you will. But he wanted to start doing clothes, and so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And so from then on, kind of thrusted that whole career in the blue steel look. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like I said, yeah, nice way to pull that back onto the strength level for today, which is the blue steel. Yeah. And you made a lot of money doing that you know yeah. that's badass as hell it was all right <laughs> it's just kind of it's cool it's i guess the, what i mean by it's badass as hell. it's just like the falling into that type of stuff sure yeah. and letting life just kind of take you absolutely wherever it wants to take you and you being open to that at the time because right. i mean honestly especially today it's like you know somebody says i want to make a bust of your head right people might be like get away from me you yeah, weird right. creepy no, lady exactly what do you exactly want that for, was. you that's creepy lady? <laughs> that's exactly what she that's is. That's what I would say. Really? I don't know. I don't. I know it's ever, no one's ever asked me. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just conjecturing. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no comment. <laughs> no comment. And People then you should ask you to make busts of your head. Oh, just, really? Just that'd yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. You got a nice Maybe head. I would do it. You got oh, a pretty thanks. good head. <laughs> it's a ridiculous compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man so then so okay so you get tired of it over there and you say 
Uh, Back to Wichita. Wow. Uh, kind of, sort of. Um, I got tired of the job, that's for sure. I definitely yeah. got tired of modeling because I wasn't yeah. doing music. Yeah. I just found myself traveling all the time. And, you know, every three months again, going back to Ukraine and not doing music. And yeah. That was, like, killing me. Yeah. Yeah, because that's just... Because there was no time, right? I mean, exactly. You were just, you yeah. were just doing male modeling like, Absolutely. all the time. Yeah. And it was paying the bills, of course, but then again, I was losing my passion. I found myself yeah. uh, lost again. Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, uh, at that time, I was kind of like, you know what? maybe if I did come home and play music and it's almost like a weird thing because I found myself being in Poland and doing this male modeling and doing music on the side I was coming like um I just find myself my friend just came in sorry <laughs> you're cool <laughs> um and I just find myself just basically I don't know uh bored and just tired to where I, I needed to get back to who I was yeah and go back to that um, in Poland, I was more or less like a novelty because mm-hmm. there's no black people there. There are yeah. black people there, but they're not black people there. Yeah, yeah. And for many of Polish people, I was the first black person they saw. Yeah. Which is a crazy experience. And so here it is that um, it was kind of hard to. I don't know. Oh, kitties. <laughs> it was kind of hard to. Um, I don't know. Influence people because people only came to the shows because they knew I was American and I knew that I played jazz music and this is something I had to offer yeah. rather than me actually saying something or trying right. to. It was kind of hard to influence. Like people weren't people. hearing it; they're just coming for like it, the the show of it. The Disneyland aspect. Yeah, of right. It. Yeah. So, I just wanted to basically just come back home and and basically say something here. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, man. Well, that's cool. And then, what year did you come back here? Uh, that would have to have been 2014. Nice. And then you got this. Have you been in this place since you've been here? <coughs> no, I recently am new to this place here. This is cool. <coughs> right. And the and the audience should know there are cats. Yeah. All over the place. There's so many cats. <laughs> yeah. It's a good vibe though. I kind of like that. You like the just cats chilling. Yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm I mean like I'm allergic to cats in the houses. You know, like when oh. we get all the, ha- the all that cat dander and stuff. But out here, it's just cats running around having a good time. They're partying. Yeah. I'm not allergic to that. You're I'm cool not allergic to partying at all. You like cats? I do. I like cats, but I can't really. I can't have that cat down there in the house. Okay, gets me all messed up. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just allergic to it. That's Speaking nice. of cats and being outside and everything, shouldn't Jungle Book be called Jungle Movie? I've never seen the movie. Uh huh. Sorry, I have no idea what we're talking about right now. But you know what I'm talking about, though. Jungle Book with Babu and is that what that is? Baloo. Bal- oh, I see. Yeah, not I Babu, but I you're close. I have no idea. Larry. But you don't. But the, you don't need to know the story to know. What jungle I'm talking about, which is just, book shouldn't, should don't you think Jungle Book should be called Jungle Movie? You know what I mean? When you say Jungle Movie, I think of Tarzan. That is a Jungle Movie. That is a Jungle Movie. Yeah. George of the Jungle. That's another Jungle Movie. Wow. What about Curious George? Uh, He's more in the city. He's a city monkey. That's also a jungle, right? A concrete jungle? Concrete Jungle Movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. What's that movie with uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor and the... And the Little uh, Jungle Boy, uh, Jungle to Jungle. That's oh a good, that's yeah, a, <laughs> that's a Jungle movie and a and a concrete Jungle movie. Where did that come from? In one. <laughs> where, did that, where did this come from? What do you mean, my question or that movie? No, yeah, or both. Like, <laughs> where does it come from? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You ever see that movie, Baby's Day Out? Yeah, I did back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like a jungle movie, right? That is kind of a jungle movie. Yeah. I'm thinking like yeah. The more I think about, it, there. Are, I mean, what do you think? I mean, Lion King, not a jungle movie, because that's the plains, the African plains, no jungle. I'm convinced now that all movies are jungle movies. In a way. Yeah. Life is a jungle. Yeah. 
Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Um, wow. How do you stay? So, uh, how do you stay so skinny and tall? Uh, I think it's because my my love of red vines licorice. Oh. Yeah. Makes you stretch out. Uh, I. Does it make me stretch out? Like a vine. Oh. Maybe, maybe that's the link I'm missing. I just like the taste. I like the flavor. I like the authentic. Uh, I think that's authentic. Oh, it's uh, super authentic. Yeah. Yeah, licorice taste. Um, I don't know how I stay so skinny to be honest with you. I red vines versus Twizzlers, though. It's definitely red vines all day. Always red vines. Oh yeah. Hmm. Don't say anything else besides red vines to me. Interesting. I'll just get. Don't say anything else besides I'll red vines to you. I'll just get real angry. I'll just get. It's gonna make this interview hard. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please. What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing. Yeah. Now that you just talked about red vines, but let's <coughs> skip over red vines for the second question. This is like something like your favorite thing in general. This one, the first thing that pops in your head, f- favorite thing that you like. Wow. Give me something to do, person, movie. Turkey legs. Turkey legs. Since Ooh, that's <laughs> a good answer. <laughs> Since we're on the subject of food, yeah. <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah. Like at the Renaissance fair, exactly. like the, uh, fairs the state and stuff. fair. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. That smoked turkey leg. Yeah, it's leaner than chicken too. Have you ever had the bacon wrapped ones? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I've seen them. I've never had one, but I've seen them. You've seen them? Uh-huh. Like in pictures? Or like at fairs and stuff? Yeah, yeah. People oh, eating them. Oh, for real? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, my eyes. They're like multiple, like multiple layers of bacon. or just like one layer of bacon, but it's all Probably bacon Probably just covered. one layer of bacon. It's all smo- it's smoked on the turkey like so it's like, you know, turkey-wrapped bacon. Oh, wow. Or bacon-wrapped turkey. Bacon-wrapped turkey. Yeah. yeah, flip it. I don't know if I like that actually. I don't like mixing like my my. my yeah, I'm kind of weirded out by it to yeah. be honest. I mean, it sounds. I mean, I guess if you're smoking it all, it's probably gonna be pretty good. I guess. But I don't think. I mean, when you eat one of those turkey legs, that's all you need. You don't need bacon on it. Absolutely. It's kind of smoky and bacony anyway. Yep. That's so good though. That meat. Absolutely. <laughs> that meat. Music or lyrics? Are you a music or lyrics guy? Mm. Uh, definitely music. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I'm the same way. And so I d- I've been I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Okay. And I think it, I think I like I don't think it's good or bad either way. I just think it, it it like explains your brain or a musician's brain especially like you know what do they draw sure. from the most, you know? Absolutely. Um okay, so since music is a language, right? We can mm-hmm. both agree on that. Sure, I can agree with you on that. Perfect. Um no, here I'm just taking into consideration that that music is a language and um repeating words to things, it can kind of get lost in translation. Um, yeah. Words have different meanings. Mm. They have the same meaning. Different words can definitely be easily confused, uh, especially nowadays that we have like this internet and technology and Facebook and social media and stuff like that. Yeah. If you were simply just to write something, and somebody were to read that, and somebody else were to read that, and somebody else were to read that, you would have three different interpretations of that one that one post. Sure. Per se. Um, and that's the thing about music um, that I do enjoy. It's kind of like um, it speaks differently. Um, and that's one thing I found myself in Poland doing, playing music and not being able to speak Polish. But here it is that I was still able to connect with people yeah. musically. And we would be able to understand each other. Like We know like the beginning, the end, the middle. And that, that bond was still there without even being able to speak the same language. Yeah, for sure, man. And it's one of those things you don't need to set up anything. Like last, la- like last night when I came to that session mm-hmm. and DJ started playing something cool. Yeah. Jason starts playing something cool. Chris, you know, we all just start playing right. and just talking. And that was like, I didn't know some of those guys in there. It was fun. You know, right. just, you just automatically meet each other. Exactly. You get the vibe. That's yeah, a perfect icebreaker. I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite thing. It's like you meet somebody and then you get into that and start playing. That's when you really actually meet them and figure out what they're all about. Exactly. I like that. Music over there. Do you still, you were in Poland for, wait, you were there for like two years, basically. Uh, Three so years? 
2010 to 2014. Oh, 2010. I think it was 2012 yeah. at some point. Uh, that was when you started doing the model, I guess. Right, okay, exactly. so 2010. So four years. And so did how quickly did you pick up Polish? Wow. Um, they say Polish is one of the hardest languages to learn besides, like, Chinese or mm-hmm. something like this. Uh, wow, it definitely took a minute. But yeah. also being submerged in a culture yeah. definitely helps with you that. You just had to learn it. Yeah, yeah, especially because the only person I was talking to was my girlfriend. I was living with her. Yeah. And that got boring. Yeah. kind of sucked. Because, <laughs> I mean, we would talk. Then we would fight, and we would talk, and we would fight, and that was it. Like, yeah. I had to get out of my head, Yeah. and I find myself stuck in my head often, and that's something I'm definitely trying to escape. So you it's quickly learn foods and prices exactly. and money and Shopping directions and all, all that, that stuff shit. like that. And Absolutely. It, so, uh, and you're fluent now? I wouldn't say fluent. Okay. Yeah, but I can say some, like, some weird stuff. <laughs> I can say some weird stuff. Yeah, some weird stuff. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Definitely important. Why trumpet's so good? Come again? Why trumpet's so good? Why trumpet's so good? Yeah. I'm trying to trying to understand this question why trumpet so good yeah why is trumpet so good yeah why trumpet so good i disagree oh yeah okay yeah. why trumpet so bad well, yeah well i disagree <laughs> i mean it just is it's a tool right <laughs> it's just a, a vehicle to help get the voice out um huh. just like anything oh so it's not good or bad it's just like it's just the per- so it's the person that's good or bad yeah I would or what they're trying to say exactly if that's they're saying anything at all yeah yeah, I mean, just a tool, just to be able to communicate. Who do you look up to for trumpet? Um, That's your main instrument, right? I mean, you play yeah. keys and you sing, you do exactly. everything. Absolutely. You're one of those jerks that can do everything, which is cool. I try. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a trier. Yeah, and you write music, all that stuff. But trumpet's like, that's your right. It's what I started your soul instrument. Exactly. Um, why trumpet? Is that the question? I think that's what I asked. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember that. Yeah, like what? What make? Yeah, like what, why is that your chosen? What um, do you think makes you? It's, it's, it's Go to super that. easy. It's like three buttons. You don't have to do much <laughs> thinking. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, well, who, somebody I look up to, I think that was the question. Oh, that's what I, that's right. That's right. right. I think me. formerly it was Freddie Hubbard, the music of Freddie Hubbard. Yeah, man. And yeah. his power, that power of that horn. Yeah. Um, I also grew up in the church, and I remember like these Bible patches, passages about like Gabriel blowing the trumpet, like the angels and the trumpet sounding. Yeah. <coughs> and... Also, the trumpet has like this whole like war type of thing that goes along with it as well. Big time. And, and that, that, that definitely uh, appeals to me to a little bit. It's kind of like when somebody's playing trumpet, usually there's somebody listening. Yeah. And I guess at that point in time in my life, I just wanted to be heard because I was always an introvert and never wanted to talk. So yeah, it was a, definitely a good outlet for me to express myself. You know, I studied with Steve Houghton for a long time, who was, who was Freddie Hubbard's drummer forever. Oh, whoa. So I, so I came up in the Freddie Hubbard school myself, and okay. he's one of my favorite trumpet yeah. players by far. Absolutely. So melodic, and he he talked through his instrument for sure. Absolutely. That's uh, so why I always thought about him, like the difference between him and so many, you know, I mean, Clifford Brown's probably my top favorite, I guess, Absolutely. but Freddie Hubbard's like my, you know. Definitely. I just, because I just spent so much time listening to him, listening to old records and stuff. And right. But so I, I'm with you on that. A little, little Freddie. Man, he's um, the best. Is Miles overrated? Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's all. Nobody's, uh, everyone's afraid to say stuff like that, but it's like, why? come on. There's a lot of good players. We don't always have to talk about the same ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm not actually a fan of Miles Davis. You're not? No. And as, like, I guess jazz musicians per se, that's kind of like their introduction into jazz is, like, listening to, you know, Miles Davis and Kind of Blue and all these records like yeah. that. And it's kind of, I find it weird that Kind of Blue is still, like, a top record on iTunes. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that I either. Don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why a lot of teachers use Kind of Blue or something like like an, like any Miles record really as right. like a gateway into jazz at all. Absolutely. I think Clifford Brown or something like that is like Definitely. where you should start. Like yeah. I, I think I think you start with something like that. Is that too Hubbard. much? What is I mean like you like 
I don't know, you, somebody gives you like Clifford Brown, and you just hear all this technical. Is that kind of like intimidating? And rather, well, I don't know. Like I remember, I remember uh, one of my f- my f- I think one of my top five favorite albums of all time was Clifford Brown and Max Roach. That okay, album, absolutely. And like, I don't feel like it's his most technical at all. Sure. It's super melodic. And Max Roach is just melodic as hell. It's just Ooh. all melodies. You can just attach, like anybody can attach to that stuff. Sure. And I'm like, that's way more. I mean, even kind of blues, like weird. Thing, like the first track that everyone likes, and then it's right. like no one listens to that because I don't get but it. Think about it. I mean, like kind of blue. It's it's super simple, right? It's super uh-huh. like it's cool. It's cool. Jazz. It is cool. Yeah. And and it's not like in your face. Mm-hmm. It's just in your ears. <laughs> um, and. That, that muted trumpet sound, that's, yeah. that's a real big appeal. It's kind of romantic, if you will. So it kind of yeah. gets people in love with it, the concept or the idea. So you think that's why it's a gateway? It's just like, sa- like sound palette, basically. Yeah, exactly. Something, something not too you harsh, can l- not something latch your ear on. Exactly. Interesting. For the children. Um, is movies fun? <laughs> is movies fun? Yeah. Are movies fun? Uh, no, they're not. Okay. Um, I you mean going to the movies? You mean watching movies in general? Yeah, Netflix. I, I'm trying to remember the last movie I saw. I did talk about Baby's Day Out. Um, <laughs> uh, the last movie I saw. All right, so you I had a fun time with that one. Yeah, I know it's that. great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. It's, good. it's one of my favorites. Uh, I do have a VHS player, and the last movie Ooh, I did say, cool. yeah, you got Three Ninjas. Uh, wow, Tom Tom was <laughs> definitely my favorite because he had the liquor all the time. Oh yeah, that's what got me started. Oh, Red Vines. Yeah. Wow, uh, but no, the last movie I saw was uh, the Jackie Robinson story. Oh, okay. Starring Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like in black and white. Yeah, and I, I like those kind of movies. I like old school movies, old like stuff. Movies that help me go to sleep. Yeah. Um, but to like go to movie theater and watch a movie, nah, I'm not about that. Yeah. I, I'll do it if like a girl's coming with me and she's like paying for it. I'm all about that. <laughs> she's paying yeah, for definitely. it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Give me some red vines, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Um. What's the big deal with Girl Scout cookies? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Do you like them? Hell no. You don't like them at all. I'm not a cookie cookie kind of guy. Yeah, I'm. Re- I mean, I, I fresh baked. I'm, I'm. I'm down. Somebody makes a nice. Do you bake cookie. yourself? I don't really bake. No, I cook all the time. But I don't bake. Oh. I don't bake like anything. You can't bake. Can I mean, I c- I've baked stuff, but it's just not. You know, so you wouldn't like consider a yourself a baker, would you? No, 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 not at all. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't consider myself a baker. I've made yeah. you know cakes and treats and stuff for people, but. Banana breads and stuff like that. Never homemade cookies at all? I've made homemade cookies, yeah. How'd they turn out? Good. Really good. Really? Yeah, really That's good. That's something I wish I could do because I love homemade cookies. I love, like, chocolate chip cookies. That's great. Don't like chocolate, though. But I'll eat a chocolate chip cookie with some milk. That's Super good. Yeah, if it's homemade especially. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But Girl Scout cookies, it's like... I think it's because a little girl's pitching them to you. She's, yeah. like, hustling. And you're She's like, hustling. oh, little girl, you're too young to work. Like, <laughs> and then you just take you're the money. You're too young to work. Yeah, I'll take the cookies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, they're fine, whatever, but people freak out. What they're is like favorite, crack. What's like your crack. favorite Girl Scout cookie? Um, my favorite one is not, they don't make anymore. It used to be that lemon one. That lemon oh, yeah, one. yeah. That, that like actually that. was my favorite, I like too. that one. But yeah. they stopped making, they make something else now. It's a different, like, lemon little weird. It doesn't have the cream in the middle. The no, it's used called to? a Savannah Smile, I think. Wow. <coughs> wow. Not as good. You're constantly like blowing my mind with all of this information. Really? Yeah. It's wow. Crazy. It's crazy. Cool. All right, guys, I'm interrupting the show now to give you guys a full track. 
earlier, I did play a little bit of a tune called Honey uh, behind our interview. Then I uh, will also play a little bit of the title track The Cool coming up here later in the episode, as well as, uh, you know, uh, at the end of the show, uh, a little tune called I Hope You Find. Uh, little bits of those tracks, but this... Um, this track is called White Lie. Uh, I, I listened to this entire EP, and like I said before uh, in the intro, was that I want you guys to buy this EP, right? It's amazing. So I, I really wanted to share everything. It was so awesome and just so enjoyable to listen to because Nathan is an incredible composer and writer, talented trumpet player, and all these, the producer, and all, all these things. So, um, uh, so I hope that when you hear some of this stuff, you will go immediately to Bandcamp and support a local artist, you know, local to Wichita, um, also local just to Earth, you know, so if you're an Earthling, like many of us are, you can go support another local artist. Nathan is a badass, so uh, check out this tune. I hope it wets your whistle a bit for the album, and it is called White Lie from The Cool. So, 
what we're going to do is just go right into our first segment, which is called the Compliment Corner. Okay. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the Compliment Corner. In the Compliment Corner, uh, what will happen is it gives, you know, the world, like we've talked about, the world can be depressing. Okay. Any, any, you know, anywhere you go, whether it's Poland or, you know, Antarctica or Wichita or sure. L.A. or anywhere, can be depressing in its own way. Okay. And the, the world's hard, you know. So I, I think the world would to do a lot better if people compliment each other a little okay. more. And so what we do in the compliment corner is I'm going to look at you in the eye and give you a compliment that I mean. Okay. And then you'll flip it back on me. You'll look me in the eye, give me a compliment that you mean. And okay. we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier. At the All, end right. Of the day. All right. How's that sound? All right. That sounds great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, right, so here's my comment for you. Okay. Um, Met you a long time ago. Uh Listened to you play trumpet a million times. Yeah. Always been a pleasure every time we've gotten a chance to to, to play with you and hang out. But what I want to tell a quick little story about you, (coughs) which I think will show the audience what kind of guy and friend that you are. And it comes from Christmas, last Christmas. You might not even remember it, but... uh, Oh, I remember it. Okay, but it was cool because I hadn't seen you for like a year or maybe... I don't even know how long. It it, it had been a while and and, uh, I had been... I was I actually came a couple of days before my girlfriend was going to come, so I came okay. to Wichita, and then a couple of days later my girlfriend was going to fly in, and then we're going to have Christmas with my family. Okay. And her flights got all jacked up, and she ended up instead of flying to Wichita, having to take a different plane to Kansas City, or else she was going to be stuck in Denver for like two days or something because of snow and stuff. Whoa. So it sucked. So that night I was I had we had had plans to go to public because they were having this big Christmas party. Right. So we went to public. We're all hanging out. But I was like getting text messages from my girlfriend that she's gone. I think this is, oh man this sucks. Like I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, so I'm like, and then she thought that she might get a, a plane either to Kansas City or Oklahoma City or something. And so she's texting me like this is what's gonna happen. And I'm just, so I wasn't drinking. I was just kind of sitting there with everyone having yeah. fun. I'm just like oh man. And then I see you walk in right after she texts me and says hey. I'm I'm, t- I'm jumping on a plane right now to go to Kansas City. Like we're leaving, so you know. So that meant I had to fly. I had to drive there right, right then. And I ran into you at that moment, and you were walking in, and we hugged each other, and it was like, oh man, it's been so good to see you, and all that stuff. And I, and you're like, what's going on? Let's get a drink. And I was like, I can't. I gotta I gotta get in the car and drive to Kansas City. And you're like, I'll go with you. Yeah. You know. And and I was like, what? <laughs> what the hell do you mean? Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, I'll go with you, man. You can't drive all. You know. And it was the, it was one of the nicest things. Man. It was just because you were genuine. You were genuinely about to go. Yeah. Um. My, I ended up taking my little sister instead, and we had like some we, cool brother sister time, which is cool because yeah. we don't get that very much. Yeah. Um. But it meant a lot to me that you that you did that. So I, th- I wanted to tell that story and say that it affected me a lot that night that you would offer that. Absolutely. Made me see how good of a friend and cool guy you are. Yeah. And just it was just a nice thing for you to do, dude. That's awesome. And so I, I just think a lot of you for stuff like that. You're just you've always been a good friend, but that was really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Damn. And you're looking in my eyes too. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. My turn. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, okay. Again, your head is amazing. <laughs> Stop there. Yeah. No. <laughs> Stop there. I'm gonna keep going actually. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Y- your talent is is amazing. Um, <laughs> it's something that it seems like really natural to you. Um, especially just, just like yesterday we had this party, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember you like walking up to the drum set. I just remember you being behind it. And it was like flawless because like there was a drummer playing before you, there was Scott playing and then y- you were just behind the drum set. And it was like, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and it was just like this effortless, 
drum playing though is just it's it's always a pleasure to play with you. Oh, I'll thanks, just let man. You yeah, yeah, dude. The same. Yeah, musically, it's the same thing. Man. It's always such a. Pl- it's it's something about being like brought up in the same zone and right. coming from from a lot of the same influences and a lot of the same. Absolutely. You know, water. Definitely. <laughs> Wichita water. <laughs> Wichita water, man. Yeah. But yeah, man. Well, thank you, dude. No problem, man. We're gonna handshake now. Yeah. Man. Ooh, you did a little grip and rip. Oh, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> if you don't grip and rip, you ain't gripping and ripping. Well, that's been the compliment quarter. Um, the next segment is. Should we go longer? I want to go. <laughs> everybody does. Like really? it's the compliment corner is very fun. It's a nice place to be. Right? It's, it's nice and bright it's cozy, there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a nice, comfortable corner to be in. It's a good corner. Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, we do have advertisements on our show, uh, and so basically, uh, I have a sponsor, different sponsor each week. They do really cool products, and uh, basically, I always ask my guests just to really get behind the product, okay. no matter what it is. You know, like so even if you don't agree with it, okay. it's kind of like you know you just kind of be positive and very happy about it, even if you don't like it. Sure. Uh, so the sponsor that this week is a is a company a company called Puppy Pants. Puppy Pants. Yeah. Oh, that sounds tight. Are you tired of walking around with just four legs and no pants on and all your owners have pants? It's time that you had pants. That's their slogan. Oh. That's kind of, I guess it's original. It's kind of a long slogan. Yeah. Is that, and, it's, it, and it's talking specifically to dogs. Yeah. They don't care about cats at this company, I guess. Well, we're not supposed to be negative. but Right. But four-legged four leg dogs. But it's weird because they're talking to dogs. They're not talking to owners. Right. Let me let me read it again. Hold on. Are you tired of walking around with all your four legs and don't even have pants on when all your owners have pants on? Try puppy pants. See? They're not even talking to the owners of dogs. No. No. It's the, it doesn't even seem like it's for dogs, actually. I think it's for the owners to put on their dogs. But this is talking to the dogs. Like, you think it's just being cute? Like, they're being really cute? Like they're acting like they're talking to the dogs, but really they're talking to the owners. And I the always owners wondered, like, are they're like, okay, so dogs understand like different languages, right? Yeah. Like, do they do the same ad in like Spanish for like Spanish dogs? Probably Spanish dogs. Yeah, yeah. Probably Polish dogs. Yeah, Polish dogs. You think they'll translate it for Polish dogs and stuff? Like you think? How do you say puppy pants in Polish? Wow. That's easy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's great. That's puppy pants in Polish. So now yeah. we got the Polish. Uh, listener base too absolutely which is cool I, I don't know if we have any polish listeners i know we have korean south korean listeners For real yeah i just found that out the other day wow so hello to our south korean listeners wow <laughs> buy puppy pants today yeah <laughs> can you actually can you can we do it on three or i guess on four i'll count to three and then we'll do it uh, buy puppy pants today okay or let's say try puppy pants today how about that uh, try it together it together you're yes. gonna count us off i'll count to three and then on four we'll <laughs> say it okay one, two, three. Try, Try puppy, puppy pants, pants today. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay. <laughs> I like the now and today. Like the mix. Like <laughs> exactly. That's exactly yeah, that's like now that people will really get it. Yeah. Okay. The next segment uh, we're going to do. Um, this is called Learning by Listing. <laughs> rapid Fire. In Learning by Listing Rapid Fire, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a couple rounds. Uh, I'm going to give you a topic, and you're just going to list everything in that topic that you can in, in 20 seconds. Uh, name the title of this again. Learning by Listing Wow. Rapid Fire. So I'll give you the category, and then I'll say go, and then you just have to list as many things as you can think of. Okay. Cool? Okay. So this first, sub, uh, first topic is fun things to do on vacation. Go. Swim, eat, drink, fuck, uh, sleep, uh... Uh, eat uh, more. Um, 
dance, party, see, walk, run, fall, search. Stop. Okay. You had a nice, even-keeled response. Okay. So not only did you list a lot of things that, that show things that you like to do on vacation, which gives, no, a, gives, gives an inside gives an inside I just, look. I just basically just shouted out what I well, think Well, when you said do. fall, yeah. you said fall. What does that mean? Do you mean wow. fall down or did you mean like bungee jump? Uh, Wow. Okay. I guess that can be taken in any kind of way. Crazy thing about words. And, and, and it's a weird thing. It's a super weird thing. Um, no, but fall. Um, I find myself comfortable in uncomfortable situations. So being in Poland, here it is that um, if I found myself uh, constantly uncomfortable as I did, uh, new things. I've learned new things. So it's kind of like almost if you like fall per se, if you like fail per se, if you found yourself in a, in a position to where you're just not happy with the situation, you find yourself learning about yourself. Mm. And so uh, I found myself on vacation with my bags lost or... Um, um, somebody has stole my wallet or something like this. I find myself in a situation to where I'm learning. Yeah. So. No, I'm. I, yeah, like something. There's something really special about traveling alone. Yeah. And experiencing stuff as it comes at you, whether it's good or bad. And you had said bungee jumping. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of falling sounds tight. That's not. That, yeah, that can be tight too. I'm not. I'm not into that. I'm yeah, not personally. I'm not, either. I'm not a faller like that. Yeah. I'm not gonna go tie myself into a thing and like no. fall. I used to like doing stuff like that, but I'm, I'm kind of like weird with heights now. Oh really? Yeah, I just as I've gotten older, I just don't like heights very much. What about roller coasters? Yeah, I like I like roller coasters. Yeah, I don't yeah. really consider those high. For real? Yeah, because you start low and then it brings you up, and, and you're you're like you're not high. You're not like just hanging out up there, you know. Like Grand Canyon freaks me out because you're just you're just oh you're, you know that's like you're gonna fall like, oh, the whole time. You the know? whole time. <laughs> you know, roller coasters you're like loopy loops. You get a sure. lot of you know a lot of downtime. Absolutely, that, it's insured. Know? A lot of time where you feel gravity. Absolutely. But you know, yeah, yeah, fall, yeah. But you lost a lot. Of th- the other thing that I think people can take from that um, is that you know you had such an even keeled response time, and you were in a you were in something called learning by listing rapid fire. Right. It, well, a lot of said, people. Right. A lot of people would go, oh, uh, go to the beach. Go to the beach. Uh, you know, and like they they up their heart rate. Right. They up their tone of voice. Yeah. They stutter. Wow. They get frantic. You know, because really? they want to win the game. You know. Is it a game? I didn't think it was a game. Well, it's a game. You know, there's no winner really. We're all winners here. Exactly. But it is a game. You know. I didn't think about that. I didn't think it was a game. But you just had you just had such a nice even keeled response time. I think the I think the audience learned a lot about you in that moment. You are a jazz musician after all. Well, I am also sipping on this wine. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Sipping on this wine. (laughs) Okay, next round. Yeah. Um, speaking of wine, things that people do when they're drunk. Go. Uh, fall, sleep, eat, drink, talk, ramble, uh, irrationalize, um, uh, slurp, shout, fight, scream. Um, Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Awesome. Well, that's been learning by listing rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> by puppy pants now <laughs> okay this next game we're gonna play uh is called learning by listing rapid fire okay. no, i'm just kidding that was the last game we played right i'm an idiot the next game we're gonna play <laughs> is called get your dang butt out of my face okay when you get 
It'll give us an opportunity. It's basically an airing of grievances game, where okay. I'll just I, I'm gonna talk, tell you about something that's been irking my chain, okay, making me mad, okay, maybe experience or something that I hate, or it can be big picture, it can be silly, small, as long as it's true to you, cool. Okay. And then I'm gonna figuratively tell that thing to get its dang butt out of my face. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So I'll go first. You can have a second to think about what you uh, what, what's been making you mad lately. Okay. Okay. What's been making me mad is I, w- I took a flight here the other day, right, to Kansas, and I was on an American flight, and uh, they had screens where you can watch movies. Okay. And so, and I've been I've been watching all the Oscar movies over the past few months. This is a flight to Wichita that has screens. Yeah, American flight. For real. Yeah, it was awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, American's great. You okay. know, you fly American, be a patriot. You know. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> they, I've been wa- on the on the flights that I've been on the last few months. I've been trying to catch up on all the Oscar movies from last year, okay. and so I've been watching them all. And uh, but then this time I decided to watch Call Me by Your Name. I don't know if you've seen that or not. But I didn't know what it was about at all. I just knew that it was an Oscar movie that everybody liked okay. and everybody talked about it. Okay. Um, it's basically the story of a seventeen-year-old gay boy who doesn't know that he's or I don't know if he knew the whole time, but he was kind of like coming of age and finding out that he is gay but having sexual encounters with women and men and trying to figure it out sure just figuring it out and, he, and he's worried about telling anybody okay. he feels like he's all alone and but the, the all the characters seem to know at the same time too you know and it's this kind of and it's, it's this really quiet nice movie it's a nice movie you know? okay. but i had no idea what it was about i just all i knew was it was called call me by your name and got a lot of oscar attention so i was watching it and i was sitting next to this very conservative elderly asian woman yeah and there's a lot of sex scenes in that movie okay and uh and i felt really bad because i was just i'm a stranger to this lady and she's practically touching me you know and then she's watching the screen she but she she just sat on the on the flight the entire time and just didn't turn it on or and if you just sat and looked at the the blank screen the entire flight oh that's tight and so then whenever a Sex scene would start happening between a girl and guy, or yeah. guy guy. Yeah. <laughs> this, girl, this lady, over. this lady would look over and go, "It <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> make me feel guilty." For real? I didn't know what was going on. You felt guilty? She was trying to make me feel guilty. I don't know how I felt. I felt uncomfortable. It was only during the sex. Scene I don't think though. it was guilt. Yeah, it was just during the sex. Did so you yeah. have your headphones on? Uh huh. I did. And you could hear her gasp. Yeah. You could feel her like. I could feel it. Yeah, wiggling around in her chair. Wow. Getting, you know, sighing, moaning, being mad. Maybe she was aroused. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe, maybe that that would be an interesting twist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I read it as uncomfortable and upset with me. Sure. And you know, it's not my fault. Yeah. I didn't know it was that. And and also, watch something. You know, I was watching it on the on the given screens. We could she could watch her own thing. That She'd was from to LA watch to Yeah. They do that. Yeah. Wow. So, basically, what I have to say is, hey, lady, not only turn on your screen and figure out your own life and stop guilting other people. But hey, get your dang butt out of my face. Wow. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So can, do you have one? Uh, something that bothers me. Um, um, uh, this is tough. This is hard, actually. Now I have to think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, hmm. Wow. This is really, 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 really hard. Because I, I, I just, 
I mean, if somebody's <laughs> going to put their butt in my face, I mean, I'm just going to say, excuse me. I, I guess, but I'm trying to think of something that would really tick me off. It's okay. We've got no time constraints. Or I don't. I don't know what you do, but. Fair. <laughs> yeah, plenty of time. The podcast normally takes about three hours to record, so we're fine. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fair. Um. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So, uh, me being a musician and me being in Wichita, I'm trying to find uh, work in different avenues, especially playing music. Okay. And so, uh, a church could be an avenue, right? Mm-hmm. I can find myself playing in a church on Sunday and learning the music and and being part of uh, the service, if you will. So here it is that like uh, finding. A, a church to play music in. I find myself in sometimes. Actually, recently this just happened. I find myself in a position to where a church had offered to to have me come in and and play for the service. And in this church, it wasn't like a perfect situation. Actually, I found the situation to be kind of problematic because the church was a problem. Mm. And the church is almost to the point to where it was like, actually, the church was just disorganized. I'll just yeah. say that. And so I found myself coming into a situation that was horribly messed up and it was kind of like they were looking for a fix it all right and so in the music department here it is that they had a choir actually three choirs a children's choir actually had the most um bodies in it and that probably had like 20 children in it and then the other choir they had was like a mass choir which had like eight adults in it and then they had a men's choir which had probably about 10 minutes in it. okay and here it was that i found myself uh, playing with these singers they're not all professional singers i don't think any of them are actually none of them have any singing experience um and also uh they had high hopes and it's weird walking into a situation to where i find myself trying to cater to their needs um rather than going to the situation being like nope don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that do that it's all needs to end because that's exactly what i need to do that's exactly what needs to be done yeah um but rather me trying to be that guy that's kind of like okay you guys really really want to sing this song with 30 voices and the the four-part harmony and the six key changes that are going on with just the eight adults in this mass choir (laughs) yeah sure we can do that (laughs) and me trying to do this on sunday and minus uh the fact that the drummers would never come to rehearsal Mm -hmm. the bass player would never come to rehearsal there was just (sighs) me on piano yeah and and into the service there'd be the pastor be like hey so here's 50 dollars and I'm talking about rehearsal on Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, and 9 a.m. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And church service would last on Sunday from Sunday school. Um, so 9 a.m. all the way until 3 p.m. Two or three, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, yeah. So, you know, like this this crazy, I, I, don't, I don't even know what you would, would you call this, but this hope dream, this, this, I don't know, some crazy, 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 crazy idea of how things should be, how they thought it should be. I basically pitting myself in situations that I have a tough time with my own life trying to clear it and declutter it. Mm-hmm. So pitting myself in another situation to where I have to declutter somebody else's problem. Get your butt out of my face. Ooh. Yeah. That's it. I get it, man. Yeah. Well, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. Now I feel bad. <laughs> no, I I'm feel bad. Let's go make a corner. Oh shit, man. Um, all right. Well, you know, we're coming to the end of the show. 
Um, it goes pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Um, but the 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 last question I always ask before plugs and all the different a few other things we have to do. The last question I ask all my guests is basically, are you super strong? Uh, am I super strong? And there's lots of different types of strength. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So okay, well, that's good because the reason I ask that is because I like to have each one of my guests leave a little bit of inspiration behind. Okay. You know, that kind of serves as a mantra for my listeners sure. uh, until the next week when our next guest comes and leaves their kind of mantra for the week. Sure. Uh, but it can be anything. It can be physical strength, spiritual strength, emotional strength, musical, edible, okay. theoretical. I don't wow. care. Anything wow. that ends in a bull or a coal. You, you. <sighs> wow. All right. So the first question, am I strong? Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, second question is, no, I, it was a second thought, actually. You wanted me to leave somebody, leave the audience with uh, an idea. Yeah, something that inspires them this week. Yeah, okay. Um, I just want to say the obvious. You are strong. Yeah. Um, that's it. I don't know. Um, I like that, dude. Clear and concise. Yeah. <laughs> you pointed at me, but you meant the royal right, you. Right, exactly. Everybody. Metaphorically, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everything. You are strong. Absolutely. We're I still think that's here. really important. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty huge. Pretty strong. I don't think you have to go any more in-depth than that. Great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you're you, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I tell people often, because a lot of people will second-guess what they said because I put them on the spot as to, to you know say something inspirational so everyone sure. and then so a lot of times when we when we turn off the recording and and hang out th- then a lot of people will go like oh man I wish I had time to think about that and I'm people like people do that the, yeah but the thing about it is because they want to make sure it was something good or whatever yeah. but my with with the podcast medium you put it out each week you don't know who listens to it sure. as it comes out or if years from now someone's going to find the episode right. or whatever but my thought and the thing that I like to believe is that somebody will hear it when they need it you know yeah. so if they, if somebody just needs to hear the words you are strong yeah that's what you just gave them dude booyah so i think it's important you know booyah booyah <laughs> by puppy pants <laughs> today today now um yeah man so the last thing we do is plugs basically like so we played some music from you from your album what was that album called uh the cool the cool so yeah. The, the uh the audience has heard a few tracks from you that you wrote and produced and like had people on and you played on absolutely you do uh, you, what all are you playing on that What inspired the album? You were just writing tunes and wanted to put out an album? You know, these assholes, they keep saying, you should put an album. Where's your album at? Where's your music at? Uh-huh. You should do this. You should do this. And I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, and it's weird because especially being a musician, that's kind of like... Demand and supply. Well, that was. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because I, I don't think that's like... I mean, I play music, right? Yeah. I don't think that should be like... Something that defines my right, my career. I mean, I just happen to play music. I'm a musician. That's just what I do. I need to put out an album. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, if you want it, I'll do it. Yeah. You might not like it. But people wanted it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's good. That's a compliment. Absolutely. People want your stuff because you're good. I, well, I guess they want to listen to me in their cars. 
in their homes <laughs> in, the cars. in the private yeah <laughs> that's right dude um, well, so where else? Where else? Like, if you if you should choose to be found, where could the listeners find you? Like on social media and sure. all that type of stuff. What can you plug? Do you have shows coming up, or you know, oh, yeah. what's cool? Absolutely. Um, so there's a scene here in Wichita. It's a brewery scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're popping up everywhere. Yep. Uh, it's crazy. It's I'm awesome. almost convinced like people don't know what good beer tastes like anymore because they're just all about going to these places. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I got a brass band now. I got a quintet. Um, I also have other, several other projects I'm working on currently, um, but I'm currently playing at Central Standard Brewery here in Wichita. Uh, yeah, uh, so the city of Wichita definitely has me playing some gigs for them. Um, there's like a pop-up park downtown, this new type of thing that they're doing. Yeah. Um, as well as uh, there's several other local businesses that will have me out there, like the workroom or our coffee house for instance yeah um uh for some social media plugs though i have uh, instagram mm-hmm. instabang i got my name is buffalo bearcat you can find me there and also you can find my brass band there as well my brass band name is skinny slim and the fat tuesday brass band also uh, facebook of course i think i just keep it limited just to those two things yeah yeah just because i like it to keep it strange I get it, man. Those are my and that's, those are my big two. Yeah, and that's just like Facebook, right? Facebook is basically Instagram and Facebook. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so. that's kind of like. But Instagram's where it's at. That's where I feel yeah. like Instagram is the, the best because people don't get into weird stuff. They just pipe, right. you know. It's just actually cool they get into some pretty weird shit on Instagram. Well, yeah, I, I meant like I, I meant like politically and really. I just feel like there's a lot right. less of like the like the hot button argumentative yeah. kind of bullshit that exactly. they're on Facebook, you know. Yeah. So it's just not. It's I feel like it's a lot more like fun, just sure. fun, definitely pure fun. I think it also ruins lives too, though. Sure. Yeah, ruins marriages. Ooh, <laughs> does it? That sounds like a story. About I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> how about ruins marriages. I don't know. Well, cool, man. Well, dude, thank you so much for being here on the show. Not a problem. Thank um, you for having me. I always take a moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show, Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music, uh, and I was hyped. The Instagram is Ryan is super strong, and uh, Twitter is at super strong Ryan, and you can email us at Ryan is super strong at gmail.com, and we're on Facebook under the same name. So, you know, become a part of the community, and feel free to write and review on iTunes. We love that because uh, it makes us, you know, pop up in the algorithms to get the pop the show even more popular. Um, uh, so yeah, so go, you know, get on iTunes and write a review and then, you know, steal your mom's phone and write a review on that. We'd appreciate it. Um, the last thing I do on every episode is I talk to a listener or a group of listeners and I try to tell them how to up their game in some way and in some way that would make all of us happy. And so this week is no different and I'm going to start right now. This week I'm going to talk to the people who created that new Han Solo movie. The reason is, hey, Star Wars is an infinite universe. Uh, uh, Couldn't uh, we do a different character? Aren't there so many other cool guys? Why do we always have to talk about Han Solo? Who cares about what he was like when he was young? Shouldn't we learn about some new guy like Nathan Williams in the Star Wars universe? Like, what about a a biopic of a musician in Star Wars universe? I think that'd be way cooler. What about that cantina band? What are those guys' stories? They're probably partying their asses off. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, those guys that created that movie, hey, chill out. Get some new creative ideas. Stop stop recycling old ideas and make something new that's cool. And if you need inspiration, 
you know, listen to the advice like someone like Nathan Williams here, or this guest, or go back into the archive of Ryan is Super Strong and listen to all the inspiration that they leave. All these guests are badass and they'll inspire you weekly. If you do that and you change your ways, you start creating new cool stuff, hey man, maybe one day, just maybe, you'll be super strong too, just like Ryan.